We can't control our kids, but we can control how we react to them. We are about three weeks into our quarantined life here, and I don't know about you guys, but I am starting to learn a lot about myself, a lot about my children, a lot about what stresses me out and triggers me, and I'm spending some time to sort of reflect on each and every single one of those things, mostly because I have the time. But one thing that I have really, really started to pay attention to is how I am reacting to my children. So I have been sort of practicing and diving into conscious parenting for, well, it's been like exactly two years now. So I am by no means an expert of conscious parenting, um, but I can definitely point you into the direction of some awesome resources, some great books, if you are interested in learning a little bit more about that. But it is something that I have been really conscious about, I guess, and something that I've put a lot of focus, time, energy, and I've invested in figuring out how to become the parent that I really want to be and the parent that I can be proud of because, you know, parenting is not easy. My goodness, it is not easy and no one prepares you for it. Nobody teaches you how to be a parent and we're just sort of thrown into this role. And then when we feel like we're kind of struggling, we are just, we just think that we need to figure it out on our own. And that is the furthest thing from the, that's the furthest thing from the truth because there are people out there and there are resources out there that can definitely help you with parenting. Um, That's not really what this podcast is about exactly, but I just am really, um, I've just been paying attention to how I am reacting to my kids. And I wonder if you guys have been paying attention at all in your household. So, I mean, for the most part, I am with all four of my kids, like 90% of the time. I'm also a registered nurse. So I am working, um, about two shifts right now a week. So that's sort of my only break from them, but otherwise I am at home with them and you might be in the same boat or you might be literally with your children every single day, day and night, no break. And it can be heavy and it can be intense and it can also be amazing, but there are moments in the day, no matter how amazingly well-behaved everyone's being, there are still moments where you want to pull your hair out and you find yourself losing control and the kids are screaming and it's just like a complete shit show basically. And then there's these other moments where the kids are like so lovely and everything feels wonderful. And then of course we know in an instant that all changes and goes back to being like utter chaos and overwhelmed and just, you know, kids screaming. So my household is probably just as much like yours and we are not perfect and I am not a perfect parent and I will never pretend to have my shit together but I have learned a lot of things over the past couple of years because I've been really diligent about investing in that and um, just learning more and more about how to become the parent that I want. So what I wanted to talk about though is what I've been noticing at home is of course the kids will be doing their own thing and like any any kids, they just start to fight all of a sudden. 
they'll be playing and then one starts screaming you can feel like the energy sort of raising you can feel the noise level increasing the energy changes and you know that like a full-on meltdown blowout from someone is going to happen they're going to start screaming at each other someone's going to start crying um and it just like it just keeps like growing and growing and growing what my normal gut reaction to do is to intervene like if i'm in the kitchen and they're downstairs and i can hear them start to escalate my what i want to do and what typically i would do is i would go down there and i would intervene I would break it up. I would say, what's going on here? And I would discipline or I would listen to them all scream at me because of what happened. And I was doing that, but it was becoming very exhausting. Like a couple of weeks ago, it was so exhausting because there was nowhere for them to go. So it was just like this constant battle of me intervening and me trying to problem solve for them and figure out their problems and why they're screaming at each other and who did what and I was like coming in there as the referee multiple times a day and it was leaving me feeling so exhausted so depleted and burnt out in such a big big way I almost said the f-bomb but but seriously it, it was just leaving me feeling like defeated and exhausted So then what I started to realize was, well, I realized that vacuuming drowns out a lot of noise. I also realized that putting in my earbuds and listening to podcasts or music or a meditation, that also drowns out a lot of noise. But what I started to realize is I don't have to be the referee all the time. If they aren't coming to me and need me to help them or need me to fix the problem why is it that I feel like I have to intervene it was like the controlling mom was coming out in me and I felt like I had to control every single fight every single argument every single little ruffle that happened between them I was barging in and I'm sure all it did for them was escalate how they were feeling and it was frustrating for them because I wasn't coming in in a calm way. I was coming in in an irritated way and I was, you know, breaking them all up and I wasn't listening to any of them and what they had to say and what went wrong. Like I was just kind of this like psycho mom coming in and thinking that I was helping them, but really I wasn't. So what I started to do is I just decided I'm going to let them work this out and I'm going to sit through my own discomfort and allow them to work through their own mess and figure this out on their own. And it is the most uncomfortable thing to do. I don't know if it's uncomfortable for you guys, but listening to your children bicker, fight, cry, all of that and not interfering, it is hard. Like, I mean, obviously I'm assuming that they're all safe and well and nobody's bleeding, nobody's broken a bone, but just letting them work out their issues with each other And what I started to notice was within a few minutes at most, all of a sudden I could hear them laughing again and playing and carrying on. And the first couple of times it happened, I was like, okay, look at that. I didn't even have to escalate my own energy. I didn't even have to get frustrated myself. I just had to like really breathe and it took all the power for me not to run into the room and break it up and intervene. But I sat through that discomfort 
and then realized, okay, they carried on. They figured this out for themselves. And then, you know, half an hour later, it starts again. They start escalating because they're children and they're trapped inside with each other. And they would start to fight again. And I would sit through my discomfort again and they would work it out. Now, when one of them would come to me and needed help or was visibly upset, that is when I would inter- interfere and and try to, you know, help them work through it. But I was able to do it in a way that was calm and helpful instead of me just like storming down the stairs or storming into the room and sort of disciplining and yelling and losing my cool. So this is one of those things that I have learned over the past few weeks that has been really, really beneficial, but holy heck, it is so hard to do. It is it is really, really hard to sit there and listen to them struggling and you, I can feel like my blood sort of boiling inside because I just want it to end. I want them to stop screaming. I want them to stop fighting. And the thing is, when when I would go and interfere and and I, I came in with that energy of like my blood boiling, it did nothing. All it did was make them escalate even more. Instead, we have to be the energy that we want them to be. So when I stay calm and I stay centered and I kind of stay out of it, they're able to de-escalate themselves and get back to playing the game or whatever they were doing. And if they do need me and I can go in with that calm energy, I'm able to help them in such a better way. It's just such an interesting thing that I hope you guys will start to take notice of yourself and just see if you can change your energy a little bit because then it changes the whole energy of the house. And it's so interesting because I use the analogy, like let's say you're at the grocery store and or wherever, the mall, I don't care, wherever you are, and there's other kids there who are not your children, but let's say they start bickering with one another or they start fighting or they start screaming or put on a whole tantrum. It doesn't really bother you. Like you might find it annoying, but there's no like emotional connection to that because they're not your children and you're able to disconnect yourself from their emotions, right? Like it, it's, you're not running over there and breaking the fight up between the kids and, and saying like, what happened? Like, you know, you're not interfering with them because you have no emotional attachment to the little toddlers that are fighting in the candy aisle, right? You're not, you're not emotionally attached to their tantrum. So you can easily just walk away and carry on and it doesn't bother you. But at home, we are so emotionally attached to our children's emotion. But if you can kind of like detach yourself and realize like you have your own emotions and your children have their own emotions and they can be separate and you can allow your children to feel what they need to feel in that moment and to go through their own emotional processing and you don't have to be part of it. You can just sit back and you can allow that whole process to happen for your kids and you can be that calm energy that they need for when they have kind of de-escalated and come out of it. So that is something that I'm really working hard on. I feel like I've been working hard at it for a couple of years now, but these past few weeks of being like literally attached to my children, like in the same house nonstop, it's just really reinforcing the work that I need to keep doing and also keep sharing with other people. So 
I hope you guys find this helpful. Um, Conscious parenting is something that I'm just so passionate about and I'm happy to keep sharing more little tidbits like this with you guys if you find it helpful. So if you do find this helpful and if you want me to keep diving more into this type of thing, please head over to Instagram, follow me at MeganRempel4, send me a DM, let me know what your thoughts are, let me know maybe what you're struggling with, um, you know, within your your parenting right now and kind of what's coming up for you. And um, just let me know. And I would love to be able to talk about other topics like this on the podcast if you have anything that you would like me to um to chat about. So I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope that you are taking time for yourself, even though we, you know, being alone is hard to do. There are ways that you can sort of fill your own cup and pour into yourself, even if it's for five or 10 minutes a day, but it will make the biggest impact on how you can show up for your family. That's all for now. See you guys.